music. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> YouTube. Why'd you, why'd you ruin it? <laughs> why'd everybody ruin music? What the fuck happened? So I was watching the Grammys, uh, what was it, a week ago, <clears throat> two weeks yeah. ago? I can't really remember. It all the slap was yeah too, I know the so slap that means it was that means it was one we got everything's based off the slap now ever since the slap I can't focus on anything you know I have yeah. no idea what happened <laughs> no yeah uh, what's his name uh, Louis C K won you know Grammy. that got swept hard under the rug man I can't believe that yeah yeah I'm so happy for him C K's back yeah he he proved that fuck fuck the cancel culture. Well, Me Too was a strange movement, and I think it was super, like, it was, it was like, uh, put into hyperspeed because of the Harvey Weinstein shit, which was, he was straight up raping people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you put him in the same, like, uh, him and Aziz Ansari, same boat. <laughs> right? Same boat. You're like, like what the? Uh, no, no, okay. no, 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 I don't, I don't know. know where the line is, but it's somewhere between those two. <laughs> well, know? I'll tell you what was weird about the Louis C.K. thing is um, so much of his material is about masturbation and all this weird kind of um, sickly male stuff, you know? Yeah. And what I found so interesting about his situation was uh, hearing Sarah Silverman talk about seeing him whip out his dick one day in some situation and how it was hilarious and they were all laughing and all this stuff. And given the context of the moment, you know, it wasn't, that was not the me too thing, you know, and maybe he did do it on some other level that was more offensive to somebody else. But I think it's weird that he got, I I feel like he got, it took him so hard because he was just right there when the Harvey Weinstein shit was hitting. Yeah. They were just, and people just wanted him like, they were out like for blood, that, dude. They were yeah. just out for blood for for anyone. It was nuts. Yeah. He was a white male who was on the top of his game, you know. And, and they I just, they didn't like it. There are two two guys out there that I always bring up as saying I became fans of theirs because they survived the Me Too mo- moment and movement. And this movement went after famous people. They tra- they tried to just take down everybody. So yeah. I always give huge credit to LeBron James <laughs> and uh, Justin Bieber. LeBum. Oh, yeah, the Biebs. You know, I'll tell you about Justin Bieber. The whole Me Too movement happened. He did not get Me Tooed. And then after the Me Too movement happened, Justin Bieber got married and found God. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah. crazy. Kind of like a, a total opposite route for some of the other pop stars or people of his influence. You know, and Elon Musk, he tweeted out the top 10 uh, accounts with the highest followers. Yeah. Did you right. see this tweet and how they are? They yeah. tweet the least and in the top 10 was Justin Bieber, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he tweets and- apparently like once a year. <laughs> so there's something wrong with the algorithm there, but... How crazy, how yeah, popular is, is this weird. guy? And for him to be that popular and then just to seriously get go squeaky clean throughout all these scandals and everything, and now he's just like, he's, you know, he's the Biebs. You know, props. Yeah, I always, yeah. I, I mean, I always give props to anybody that could come out clean like that, dude. I'm a piece of shit and I got nothing. That's what I'm you saying. Give me, oh. you, you give me everything? Oh, my God. I think a lot, uh, <laughs> what's the guy's name? 
Charlie. Um, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> yes, I think more people go the Charlie Sheen route oh, than I'm go Charlie the Justin Sheen. Bieber yeah. route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm broke. I'm broke, Charlie Sheen. Right. right now. Yeah, like, that's you, right. Yeah, you, give, you give me money, I'm Charlie Sheen. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You get a lot more Charlie Sheens. You get a lot less Justin Biebers out there. And <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. for Justin Bieber, and I think LeBron too is up there in followers. He's got, you yeah. know, he has a, a huge following. These guys um, project positive you know imagery and bieber man his music is very uplifting and positive you know what i'm saying he's not making songs about slapping hoes he's singing about his peaches down in georgia you know and uh buying his weed in california and all this stuff you know like he's Hmm. he's uh he's he's squeaky clean i like that actually we don't have enough of that you know i mean you know what you see in the news all the time you see shit about uh you know Oh, Pete Davidson tattooed Kim Kardashian's tits oh, dude, on his own he, belly yeah. button, you know? And it's like, wow, how, that's great, you know? Uh, <laughs> dude, cares? how is that guy on TV? Right. Nobody should be looking at that guy. That is not a man. These that two people, they're influencing other people. Like, I, how about less play for these idiots and a little more uh, yes. media play for the Justin Biebers out there, you know? Well, Justin Bieber, <laughs> too, with the fucking tattoos. Ugh. That tattoo doesn't bother me, but, you know... Uh, everything Pete Davidson bothers me. <laughs> yeah, Pete Davidson is. A- I don't know what it is about that clown, but he he irks me. <laughs> He's another one. Like, how did he get famous? Like, what is he famous for? His dad died in 9-11. 9-11, yeah. Is that, like, the only thing he's famous for? Well, not at 9-11. His dad had a heart attack on 9-11, actually. And, uh, <laughs> that's, that's a Larry David joke. <laughs> September 11th. It was, like, two years later. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Dying on 9-11, is, it's a funny day to die, I have to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right, dude. Think about everybody that's died since, like, on 9-11. I know a guy who would hang out at the pub, uh, an older fella. His birthday is uh, 9-11, and oh, wow. whenever it comes up in conversation... He, you know, someone's always like, "Oh, when's your birthday?" And he always goes, "9-11. And the, the fucking reactions from various people, man. The range is—it's a spectrum. I gotta say, you—you yeah. <laughs> you go like, anywhere you from hysterical beautiful. laughter to like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." You know, like, <laughs> you know, you know it's beautiful though. Is I feel like you. You can already tell whether you like somebody based off their response. Absolutely, to that. absolutely. You know? you know they're they're a good one. They're a keeper based <laughs> yeah, on yeah. how they react to when you tell them your birthday. <laughs> if you say, especially if you say nine eleven and they laugh, you're like, okay, this guy's all right. So when he first told me, <clears throat> no exaggeration or joke, I went, oh yeah, <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. I was like, what'd Never you do? <laughs> Like, I had to know, so fucking stoked and blown away at the same time. I was like, no way. I've, I've, because in my life, I've never heard someone tell me that. So I was like, That's wow. So your, your birthday's 9-11? Like, you were probably getting so hammered on 9-11. Because I know the guy. Uh, he was. And he did. He, he was wasted on 9-11. <laughs> Could you imagine if you wake up, you're like, I'm going to have a couple birthday shots. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a couple, couple bong loads on my birthday. And you Today's going to be a like, good day. <laughs> You turn on the news, like, what the fuck was in that? 
It's going to be the best birthday ever. <laughs> it's all uphill from here. Downhill from here. Trevor Owen. Yeah, dude. 9-11, man. It's a funny day. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah, that's what Pete Davidson's famous for? Is his dad died on 9 Is that it? Yeah. No, there's and no way I'm, that guy was no. like. There's no way that guy was like good at stand-up comedy. Like, how did he end up on Saturday Night Live? Well, according to all the females out there, uh, Pete Davidson has big dick energy, and so he's got a big dick. Yeah, that's, that's what, yeah. and it's not just the big dick. It's not just having the big dick. I was he's, gonna say if that's all it took, it'd be all Italians Mike, out there. Oh, oh hey, <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> that's right. He, um, he's got the big dick energy. The energy is the, the big, that's the important mm. part of the big dick. So it's not just being, uh, having the big dick or being a big dick, which there's so a you're difference. You're saying it's better to have small dick with big dick energy well, than I, it is to have big dick with small dick energy? I think I could argue that you could have, let's say, a medium-sized dick, but mm. maybe carry yourself with some big dick energy, potentially. Uh, right? I always say it's better to be a small guy with a medium dick, because then it looks big. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, exactly. The banana yeah. looks larger in these hands, correct? That's exact. Yeah. Yes. The trick is to buy smaller hot dog buns. <laughs> <laughs> always go for the cocktail weenies. It, looks every- it makes everything look bigger. No, I swear, these are normal hot dogs. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Your perception's all off, babe. <laughs> I cooked and plumped and everything. (laughs) These are the jumbo franks. I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) on the wrapper. (laughs) False advertising, if you ask me. But you know, you won't get that from me. The real jumbo frank. I told you those magnums weren't for humans. So, so Pete Davidson's got the big dick energy. That's how you get on SNL. Uh, yeah, I think. And then that's how you end up dating. Who was the first? It was the Ariana Grande uh, lady. I thought he was dating uh, Megan Fox. No, so that's the other guy who kind of looks like him, who's the drummer from Blink-182, Travis Barker. Hmm. Yeah, they they both have this sickly, decrepit... No, I thought that dude was married to somebody. They're all married and not married, and... That's not Travis... She's not dating Travis Barker. Or no, not Travis Barker. Who are we talking about? Megan Fox? No, the other guy. Travis Barker is, uh... I can't remember. He was in the news, though. He looks really weird. He's with, like, a Kardashian or something. They're all with a Kardashian. All of them. Everybody's with with some sort of Kardashian. Mm -hmm. You're right, yeah. And then no, Kate, no. Caitlyn Jenner is banging all of them. That's what I think. <laughs> tranny? <laughs> uh, I, I, I like three I like couldn't think. <laughs> I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. <laughs> the, the, the beautiful woman? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Woman of the year, right? Woman of the year. Yeah. Threw me through a loop. 
Oh, man, I was even about to say something. I don't remember what it was. I threw you way for a loop with the tranny. <laughs> As trannies will throw you through a loop. They're big enough. Like, <laughs> Have you seen them swim? It's incredible. Speaking of trannies, Mike, uh, did you uh, hear this little tidbit that was going around? Oh, here are sensitive emails containing details of protocols surrounding the Queen's death. And they were accidentally leaked by the Welsh government. The email... <laughs> Who called it? Who called it? Yeah, Who yeah. called it? ...contained a letter from a civil servant which outlined concerns about a news organisation having confidential information about the plans. About the plans... They're planning it. It means it happened. The conversation. He's not dead. They're just, you know, when you have an old dog, you get ready. Oh, my God. You know, maybe don't buy the jumbo box of treats. Oh, you know? <laughs> oh, wow. Which was marked as officially sensitive, was sent to multiple people internally and to a former employee. The Welsh government says the email did not contain any operational information. The Queen's dead. The Queen. <laughs> you heard it Frank here predict- first. Frank predicted it. I called it back in November. It was right. It was the booster. She got boost. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that was just the. Uh, wasn't that just the plans for? Um... Yeah, it was just like the plans for when she dies. Yeah. So yeah, that, I'm sure they do that for you know. All news organizations do this. They have protocols put in place when they're anticipating the death of someone like uh, Ronald Reagan, right, or the Queen. They totally do this. Everyone knows this. But it's funny. It's a funny leak. And by funny, I mean it's funny timing. You know, they, they, again, this was rumored uh, several months ago. I was a little off on timing when I said it's probably going to be announced in February. We're entering April here. Eh. Again, maybe they want to, Maybe this is the next distraction because Ukraine was such a bust. <laughs> They're going to kill the queen? Yeah, kill the queen. We'll do a bunch of parades. <laughs> It'll be a whole spectacle. The whole world will... Dude, the queen dying? What In our lifetime, has a royal died of this caliber? Uh, well, Barbara Bush. <laughs> Remember this? Actually, I was just thinking. Uh, we it was like a ninety-day funeral. <laughs> what I'm, I guess what I'm saying too is this is in the internet era because I remember when Diana died, and it was literally on every newspaper and magazine, oh, and it was all yeah. over the TVs. It was, it was everything, and then the ceremony. Remember the kids saluting, like uh, the kids there, right? The the Nazi yeah, but I think, the, and... I think the royal family lost again. Same with the Clintons. Once you get caught on Epstein's island, you kind of lose. That, oh, because of Prince know? Andrew. Yeah, they're kind of. And then you have the the black girl calling you racist. Right. Like you guys really aren't in the. You know, who's talking about the royal family? Who cares? <laughs> Nobody. So they need some talk. <laughs> they need some action. 
Everybody hates Meghan Merkel. <laughs> yeah, that's what her name is. Yeah. Yeah, they hate Meghan Merkel. So you think she's dead for sure? I think she died like months ago. Okay. I don't think she's dead, but I think she's probably on the way out, and they might take her out. Well, we'll just give her her fourth boost. <laughs> like, like it might be one of those like agreements, you know? Like, you kind of know going in that there's gonna come a day where they're gonna need you to be the distraction. Is you know? uh, Charles still alive? Is he next? Is he the guy who takes over? I actually heard it was the girl that Andrew raped. <laughs> that, was, that was part, part of the, the settlement. The plea deal. Yeah. <laughs> she she got all of England. The entire thing. <laughs> there is a. I know so little about this. this is going to come out very uh, uninformed sounding, definitely. But um, I read this thing online about how there is a family in. I want to say New Zealand. Maybe yes. Australia. Do you know what I'm the talking real about? Royal the true family. royal bloodline. Yeah. Yes. It's, so yeah, the bloodline. It's it, That's unbelievable. And that they are fully aware that they could actually take over, but there's just some weird. I mean, I don't. I think they can't. You know, there's all sorts of weird stuff involved with it, but I find it interesting that this is out there and it's not really denied. It's like know? a known it's, thing. It's like yeah, a known like thing. The, yeah. And it, it has a lot to do with. A lot of the weird incestual stuff that happened um, back in those days. And it was all about, like, back then there was no DNA test. Like, you know, who's whose kid? Right, so you didn't know that the uncle was fucking the niece, right? That was like, yeah, it could be anybody's kid, you know? Like There, there was crazy freaking, like, incest l- going on. Like, the on. uncle, like, the family knows, but you could tell the public whatever, you know. Yeah, that is weird. No, it's weird. Weird what stuff. What is weird it with times. the incest thing? You know, I think our history is a lot more messed up than people are made aware of. In that realm, and with the kitty diddling, you know, <laughs> like, like, why does it always lead to that? Like, well, even the, now in America, the kitty diddling people. stuff, man. It's it's a it's not an American phenomenon. I mean, we were just talking about Prince Andrew. This is a yeah. This is a um, a wealthy person phenomenon. This is something yeah. that the upper class, the 1%, partake in. For some reason, it's a part of, I guess, the gig. You know? It's not my thing. I don't know what happens to people when they suddenly are a billionaire and they no longer want to have sex with normal people. <laughs> <laughs> like their age. Or, hey, look, you're a billionaire. Take all the 20-somethings you want. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What I'm go saying, for dude. it, man. Go, go. Go hit the bar. I'm sure they're lining you know? up to be with you. Elon Musk, I'm sure, has a line of chicks in their 20s, okay. or even maybe younger. And I'm sure he likes somewhere around that 18. a lot of wives yeah. to steal. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to screw over a lot of Johnny Depp's out there. A lot of Johnny Depp's are going to cry <laughs> while playing the guitar in a desert with a wolf behind him. <laughs> 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 They're going to do another commercial in five years, but instead of all the wolves coming out, it's going to be all the guys who lost their girls. <laughs> to uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. <laughs> 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 going to follow Johnny Depp in the desert. <laughs> the name is right there for the cologne, too. Musk. It's right there, dude. It sells itself. <laughs> Musk. For when you need to get your girl back. <laughs> And then it and then it shows Will Smith crying with his Oscar, you know. 
That's right. You you thought there's no way they could bring the slap into this. Of course we brought the slap back. It's always the slap back. It's all about the slap. The slap. Yeah, did you hear? Did you hear about the connection of uh, how the Colin Kaepernick led to the slap? Oh my God! This is Mike. I actually. <laughs> I just peed a little just hearing yeah, that. So oh my funny. god! I don't know if I can really connect it, but somehow uh, us not recognizing Colin, Ka- Colin yes. Kaepernick's protest, of course, because it was like, you know, that you can't blame black men for the pent up anger and rage, right? That we're causing them, right? Yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah, I don't understand. I still. You, need somebody, you really need somebody as stupid as Ibram X. Kendi to explain it to you. Yes, that's right. Kendi's law. <laughs> it's all racist. It's always racist. <laughs> that's just Kendi's law. What'd you say? No, it's racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Racist. What was that? Nah, nah, you're a racist. <laughs> that's Kendi's law. I still stand by the theory. That Colin Kaepernick had uh, to uh, tie his shoe. His shoelaces were untied. He he knelt down. It just so <laughs> happened to happen during the national anthem. The camera caught it, and the announcer was like, "What's this? What's this? Uh, it, oh my God! It looks like oh yeah. It appears that Colin Kaepernick is making a statement." And everybody rose on their feet. They're like, "Oh my God, Kaepernick! He's..." He's kneeling for the anthem. Oh, this is so powerful. And Kaepernick, he just was so, he just didn't know what to do, so he just raised that fist in the air, man. And history was made. And history was made. Yeah. I stand by that. (laughs) Oh, that could be. He just knew it in that moment. He saw the dollar signs. He said, Nike's going to sign me. (laughs) This is going to be it. I I will lead, I will be a cultural icon because of this. And honestly, and to really look back on it all, I think he just needed an excuse to grow at the fro, man. You know, he wanted to bring back the 70s, dude, you know? Yeah, he didn't want to put that helmet back on, you know? You can't fro with a helmet. No. Kaepernick yeah, has you, been you, back in the news, so it's funny. It's I was funny just going to say, wasn't, yeah. wasn't he, like, trying out again? <laughs> Didn't I send you a link to an article about it? <laughs> yeah, he was, like, trying. Are you serious? Isn't he, like, 40 years old now? So there was an interview with his personal trainer and some footage of him taking reps at, like, uh, University of Michigan or something like that um, on their practice field with some of their guys. And, he, you know, he was throwing to them and stuff. And his trainer was in the interview saying how Kaepernick is uh, better and faster than he's ever been in his career. And he's he's got all, the, like, interest from, like, eight different teams or something like that. It was really, and, you know, I, I was moved. I was very, uh, all I could think about was how powerful of a statement it is for Colin Kaepernick to go back to the slave trade. My God, that's so that's so unbelievable! Like to to finally be freed from the shackles of slavery, as he said and showed us and depicted in his documentary merely five months ago, the shackles of slavery that is trying out for NFL coaches, right? The slave masters of the NFL. Yeah, he was back. He literally shackled back up. He was he was back Uh, in, dude. He volunteered from the inside. I think that's yes. He's going to he's going to take down the system from the inside inside <laughs> impenetrable from the outside so he had to climb back into the chains of oppression 
<laughs> to, to fight from the inside. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. I can't well, wait. I can't wait for the Netflix. Special. I was just gonna say. I think it's gonna be. An, <laughs> yes. It's gonna be an HBO Max thing. I believe. Actually, it's I think they already got the story. contract. Yeah, it's it's gonna be very moving, very touching, very powerful. I can't wait. Okay, <laughs> okay. Colin Kaepernick. Listen, I hope you're listening. Bro. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Come on, man. Let's be friends for a second here. Let me just give you some life advice. <laughs> Whatever town you live in that you want to settle down in, fine. Go to the nearest metropolitan. <laughs> buy, yourself, buy yourself a car dealership. Okay? Start running a car dealership. You're going to have a fine future. All right? Your fucking football career is over. Get out of the fucking spotlight, right? People are going to love the fro. They're going to come in. They're going to buy your cars. You're going to have a great life. Okay, it's gonna be a good ten years until people forget who you are, and then you know you'll have enough money to retire. Trust me, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Stop trying out for the football. Yeah, dude. He's how old is he? I forty-five. I don't know how old 40, this guy I mean, is. Yeah, the I, only re- the only reason Tom Brady played, like, you know, I forgot what this one guy said. Oh, 30, oh, 32 or something, and he's like, it's never too late. Like, dude, Tom Brady is only like able to still play because he had all those years of experience in the NFL. Oh, Mike, you know what I he mean? also is you on a ridiculous not... health regimen and he sleeps in like a hyperbolic ice chamber at night. Yeah, but and... even with that he's he, even then with that he's way slower than he was. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He's not as good as he was. Oh, he can barely his... he literally just lays down in the pocket the second a defender's in his face. Yeah. He's just like, ah, and I'm down." But, but is it dude, but his experience makes up for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kyle Kaepernick, you, you haven't been in the NFL. When was the last season he played? Oh, man. I, I'm not kidding. I, that was like five black ago. kids shot from the cops ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That was like, that was like Trayvon Martin days. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think you're right, dude. I it was like almost want to what... say that's when he started his kneel down. Yeah, I think it was Trayvon Martin. It was like 2014 or everything. Shit, ch- everything changed with Trayvon Martin, and that was 10 years ago, um, about a month ago, I believe, was the anniversary. Oh yeah, yeah we talked right. about it. That's right, we talked about it. Yeah, I think it we talked about it privately, we, and we were gonna do a show about it, but then, uh, then uh, Ukraine, and then the slap, and then all I can oh, think about now slap. is the slap. That's all I can actually think about, and so. Uh, <laughs> but Trayvon happened 10 years ago and I actually had thrown together a bunch of clips which entailed me kind of you know going through the past a little bit on that topic man and holy shit dude Barack Obama as president talk about throwing gasoline on a fucking fire dude he threw yeah, the whole canister in yeah, there and said let's yeah. see this baby explode and and yeah. it did and it really did and I I, like I was saying in a previous episode, I think, uh, how, you know, I, I keep trying to look back on when did we get so toxic with our dialogue? When did the language I think that, that so might have been it, the Trayvon yeah, Martin, dude. It was, was around that I'll, time. I'll tell you what, looking at some of those clips, it, it blew my mind because I remember Trump talking about the um, Derek Chauvin trial. You right. know, the George Floyd. Yes. Yeah. And it, he said one comment and the media went, no. how could he even mention anything about this case? Remember, it was like a big deal that the president said something about the trial. Right. Yeah. And then you look at these clips from the fucking Trayvon Martin. 
Obama was like, no, he's a guilty he's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Straight, straight up murderer. He Obama's ma- main statement, his famous statement was, if I had a son, it would he would look like Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin, yeah. yeah. That was it. And he, he, made, he made it personal. And that started the yeah. whole empathy politics thing. That which was, is a that fucking was scam. The identity, that was the identity politics. That's when race hustling became a thing. Yeah, and you know, when you really kind of look back and trace the pattern of the dialogue in, in, on the left especially, this race hustle kind of really kicked into gear in Obama's second term. Yeah, for sure it did. And like I said before, I think that it was... I don't think you and I were really kind of <clears throat> paying as much attention to this kind of stuff and the dialogue because I feel like it kind of still f- felt like there was this balance politically still in the world, you know? Like we lived in a world where McCain could have won maybe, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, th- you and know, it really I don't know. might have not been so different. And we had, four, yeah. we had eight years of Republican and Bush and Cheney, and then we swung to you know, Obama, but Obama ended up being like Clinton kind of where, you know, super leftist to start and then super war hawk to finish, you know? Yeah, he he started droning the shit out of people. Yeah, I mean, Clinton did the same thing. Clinton, we always talk about it, how he's he's a conservative on today's standards, but looking back, he was was a Democrat for sure, but then his polls were sinking and he kind of made some bad choices. He course-corrected the economy, he rode the wave of the dot-com boom of the late 90s, and then he uh, dropped some bombs on some random countries in Eastern Europe, you know? <laughs> a bunch of countries that end in Stand and Kosovo and all that stuff. And, you know, and he just... <clears throat> that's literally... You could almost say the same thing about Obama. Pass a couple leftist policies, course-correct this... Uh, you know, he course-corrected a little bit with the 2008 crash... Right, and uh, I, something happened there in those four years. Some, something really nasty happened, and then people were like, hey, you know this Make America Great Again idea? I like that. It reminds me of how things were, you know? And I'm yeah, not talking right. about being, I like how we could be racist back in the day or sexist, you know? I miss... I, don't, I never <laughs> understood how that became racist. It's, well, because oh, with the left, slave the, they loved using the, ter- the term uh, dog whistle. That's their dog whistle for their side. Oh, that's yeah, just racist. Sure. And so the second they have no argument against something, they just have to label it racist. And then how do you fight racist? You can't. You, you say, can no, I'm not racist. Not, <laughs> yeah, you can never prove that you're not racist. You know what I mean? That's the pro- like. There's no way to prove it. So that's... Yeah, what do you, I got a black friend. <laughs> you, know, you can't say that shit. It's one of my favorite arguments. <laughs> yeah. 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 But man, this woke ideology. <laughs> my dude, argument would be uh, even Biden has a black friend. <laughs> or he used to. Didn't look like it. It didn't look like it at all. Obama treated him like he didn't even exist. Yeah, that was really uh, something. I you know, you could just you could just tell it was very just blatant. There's no respect. Yes. Obama has yes. no respect for Joe Biden, None. and nobody really respects him as a true president. You know. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, honestly. 
I really because he's like your old grandpa, dude. That who like you know, <laughs> wandering around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the guy pick. He's the old man picking weeds while you're doing the real landscaping. Seriously. You know what I mean? And it's like it's your it's not not anything against you. It's just it's your time. You know, it's your time to relax. Well, do you think maybe he's being disrespected because of Hunter Biden? I think they're doing everything they can to distance They even said uh, it's a, it's like a big like left wing media right now. They're really there's a lot of infighting, and everybody's trying to distance themselves from everybody else. Because if you're a Democrat, like no matter what, as a Democrat, half of the Democrats hate you. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So all the Republicans hate you. And then half of your party hates you. <laughs> like you're, you're just fucked. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I got a heady clip on Hunter Biden. If you want to dive, I would do because they say they're saying that like, look, who's who's Biden endorsing? Nobody wants his endorsement. That's a fucking. <laughs> a that's shit. what a question. I never even. That never even crossed my mind. You were yeah, right. That I thought about it the other day because of the uh, CNN, like all these like left wing media were making fun of Trump. They're like Trump endorsed this guy, and he's his polling. He's the last place guy. <laughs> like, dude, you guys haven't even named one guy Biden's endorsed because nobody's putting that on the nobody's putting that bumper sticker on their car. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, again, he's probably out. Before maybe even the midterms, right? I mean, maybe we are seeing maybe this video we saw with them just totally ignoring him. Maybe this was the it's over. He's out. No, dude. Mark my words, man. Next year there's gonna be another State of the Union, right? With Biden? Yeah. No. It's gonna be like oh, oh, no. Listen. Oh, no that's gonna be way. the he, he yeah. Couldn't oh. ma- dude, the Frank. last ten minutes on that. And I'm being generous, man. No, no, no. But that's why the last that's what ten minutes on that State of the Union. Whole he. They're gonna do. It's gonna be like a January State of the Union. No. He's gonna do it, and then they're gonna use that as the the reason to use the Twenty Fifth Amendment and get rid of him. I think they're yeah. already at the Twenty Fifth Amendment now. I think they know that they need to drop him. What's the? Let's go, Brandon. Fuck Joe Biden. Like his name, like the stickers at the gas station of Joe Biden pointing at the price, and it says, "I did that." I mean, that's so funny. He's his name, and again, I don't feel bad for Joe Biden because something about this creep uh, rubs me the wrong way, sniffs me the wrong way, if you will. But uh, I don't think he realizes he's a patsy. He's going to be... Look, I preached it for a while, and I've kind of backed down on it, and maybe I'm swinging a little more towards it again, but maybe, maybe Biden is the patsy with the vaccines, and he's the patsy with everything else. They're going to blame... For sure. These vaccines... The economy, everything. Yes, exactly. Everything. It looks as if they've painted his name all over the economy, and he's been the one every time marching out there telling everyone, 
get vaccinated and it's his policy and i see the tweets he sh- his administration shoots out for him which is all about getting boosted and getting vaccinated how it's the only way out of this pandemic which apparently is still <laughs> only existing for democrats because i can't somebody some other democrat now has got covid adam schiff has covid you know kamala harris's husband has covid everybody everybody's got four shots has covid and then you see the, the all report. democrats have covid then they said the fourth booster shot, it may have a, a fast waning effect, efficacy. Yeah, just like the other three. Dude, Mike, what the fuck are you guys talking Mike, about? Mike, I'm man? not kidding you. I read an article on this fourth shot, right? Second booster, yeah. fourth shot. They're claiming three to four weeks max efficacy. Yeah. What on earth? Is a human being thinking in their brain when they walk into the Walgreens to stick this shit in their body? What are you I, doing? I would love to interview those people. I have I, so many questions for those people. Look, I get it. You got fooled the first time. Hey, look, you wanted that cheeseburger. I understand, okay? You were hungry, and it was a free cheeseburger. Maybe you thought, oh, I'll win that million dollars from that lottery ticket they're promising me. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you were genuinely scared to start with this thing. You know, who knows? One and two, uh, I guess I'll give it to you. But by the time three and four were rolled out, man, the information was out. Project Veritas had already released a lot of videos. And I know that they get banned and nobody considers them legit information or news or whatever. But outside of them, we had already had at that point the Robert Malone interview on Joe Rogan, which reached hundreds of millions of people. And that guy was out there saying, hey, look, I took these shots and I'm part of the, you know, patent group that created these things. You know, I believed in them, too. And I was fooled. I was wrong. And now I'm here to tell you, don't take these shots. They're going to kill you. And he was censored. Remember the war on Rogan for two months? I know, Everyone dude. seems to have forgotten Joe Rogan really fast. And it and what happened to getting him off uh, Spotify? I know. All it did was give him more listeners. Well, where's all the assholes who threatened <clears throat> to leave Spotify? I guarantee you can go find their fucking music on Spotify still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, you, you want to hear the funniest thing uh, about the fourth shot? Uh, Uncle Ga, I have to give him credit. He has said since, the, since he got his first shot. Right. So ever since he got his first shot, he, I remember him saying, there's going to be four shots. And then now he keeps saying, he's like, uh, no, nah, there's not going to do anymore. And I, you, know, if you, you know why? Because on the card, there's four spots for, for your, you know, when you get your for shots. For your four shots. The, well, they're the all, yes, yeah. always was and I was there. like, dude, you're right, man. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, I always knew it was four shots. It's always going to be four shots. And the fourth oh, yeah. is the death nil. That, that's the one that, that, that kills you, I think. I, I really do think that's the one. You're seeing all these celebrities drop. They had just gotten that fourth shot, the second booster. I think this is. I think that's the one. That's the completion of the process of this poison regimen. Uh, it mm. came out uh, several months ago, maybe even a year ago. Uh, what is it? There's like a specific regimen they do to sterilize horses, I believe. <laughs> and uh, yes, no. yes, and it's a four-shot it's a four-shot <laughs> regimen. Yes. Very and and not only that, it's not only a four-shot regimen, it's also the same like kind of time frame between the shots. Uh no way. Yes. 
Yes. So you think they're trying to sterilize the, the dummies? Without a doubt, this vaccine program is has uh, Bill Gates' dirty little fingers in it. and It does he, have fertility problems. He is and has been for a long time obsessed with depopulation. And do not... Uh, the um, Bill Gates and Melinda... Gates Foundation, you know, they they originally there's something that was floating on the internet. And it could be total fake, uh, but it was something about how when they originally started the foundation, it was about population control. And <laughs> Bill Gates has his focus for a long time was in Africa and how their population was out of control and they're you know reproducing at outrageous rates. Same thing in like the, you know South America and. You know, Mexico. You know what I'm saying? There, there's all these. Yeah, I agree. All those, all those dirty places. We should stop them from reproducing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Man, how how are those not the racist people? You know. Well, they brought that same kind of concept to America and Europe and Australia and locked places down, dude, and made people take these injections. And Uncle Guy's right on the money for saying, "Hey, you know, uh, I always knew." That there was he be did four say shots. it like from the beginning. Yeah. Well, why else would they have four slots on there? Yeah. And what is this regimen that I'm about to take part in? And why did you lie to me? Why did you first say it was going to be one when you always knew it would be four? So, yeah, I don't know. Dr. Fauci. Uh, he's, again, awfully quiet again. Uh, he made an appearance today. Really? Yeah, I that? saw Good America? I saw an article about it uh, potentially. I didn't have time to oh, cut it. Uh, yeah, was it about how yeah. we got to just live with COVID? <laughs> Frank, we're not out of the woods. You can see the you can see the sunlight, but we're not. We're just not out of the woods yet. You know, it's too early. Well, we Doctor Fauci, what do you boost. mean <laughs> the fourth boost? Yeah. You got to get the boost. If, if we can't get everybody boosted, I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was the clip from Good Morning America. M- minus the four-minute lead-in to the question. Uh, Dr. Fauci, I know you're the greatest doctor in all of the land. You're obviously the best virologist, the smartest epidemiologist we've ever seen in this country. And I know everything you say is the truth. You have never lied to us. And and so your honest scientific opinion that is all the science in the land. Like, dude, just ask the fucking question. Quit kissing his ass. You know? I know you've done all the study and you've researched this and this and you've done this and this and this. this, You know, like, dude, shut the fuck up. It's so, have you seen that? Like every time. No, he's still playing in the minor leagues. I can't believe it. Good Morning America. Like back in the day, in his in his prime, dude, he was he was playing. Oh yeah, he's. I didn't even think about that. Dude. He's not even on cable anymore. That's uh, public. Now, that's he's doing Good Morning America though. I mean, back in his prime, dude, he was doing the Sunday yeah, daytime yeah. shows. Th- those are the bread and butter for guys like Fauci, man. Cause all the isn't that good? What's on ABC? ABC. It's in the George uh, Stephanopoulos in the morning on Sundays, That's, and then yeah, yeah, right yeah. after that, you switch over and you get uh, that Dingleberry. What's his name? Um, Chuck Todd uh, Chuck <laughs> with Todd, Meet the Press. Yeah. It's a great Meet combination of time. You and you always either either one. You'll get Donna Brazil as a guest. 
you know. Oh, uh, yeah, guaranteed. Always, guaranteed. yeah. It's Donna Brazil. The buffalo. <laughs> Looks like a fucking water buffalo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And kicked off Twitter. That's- <laughs> yeah, that- <laughs> I'm sorry about Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz looks like a water buffalo. Yeah, wait. yeah. So any any statement you could say about somebody that would get you kicked off Twitter, just replace the insult uh, name with Ted Cruz, and you could and Twitter will allow it. You could just. You know. I was literally thinking, dude, like on my uh, profile on Twitter, you know that like uh, that big picture on the top, right? I yeah. want I want to make it the like uh, <laughs> the decoder. You know, like, Maxine Waters equals Ted Cruz, you know? (laughs) Like, AOC equals Lindsey Graham. So, you know, I could be like, you know, I could talk all I want about Lindsey Graham, and really it's AOC. Wow. Although I have nothing. (laughs) That's a great idea, and I I actually think there's something to that. You could actually build on that. And I think that's something that, that's almost like a little bit of a hack of Twitter, to beat their algorithm you know yeah i'm not joking you go on ted cruz's shit and the stuff people say about him is like what the fuck and then you say one thing about maxine waters and you get a warning <laughs> you're suspended or, for 12 hours or you're suspended for 12 <laughs> yeah. hours i said she looks like a fucking catcher's bit <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean we've made we make fun of uh brian stelter every day nothing Nothing. Yeah, I guess he could, well, nobody cares about him. Yeah, he is. He's falling off, man. Lost his touch. He lost his touch, that's for sure. It's Trump, dude. Trump being gone ended a lot of careers. Uh, it's really fascinating to me. We were talking about it earlier, that Dale fella who fa- literally made a name for himself by fact-checking the president, fact-checking Trump. You know, like, he, it was his whole, th- it was his whole thing, dude. You know? And now, yeah. like, I seriously, um... Talking about beating the algorithm, I've been searching out left-wing media and left-wing leaning people on Twitter and following them and trying to engage with their profiles and what they say. And I forgot about this fucking guy until <laughs> I befriended, you know, I did like a Jake Tapper thing, follow, you know, and then like yeah. <laughs> it shows you the list of people to follow with it. And I just checked it out for a moment to see I wanted to get all these clowns, you know, in my feed. And I saw the picture of this guy, Dale, whatever. And I was like, oh, the Trump fact checker. What happened to this guy? No, I started this guy for like two years, man. He must be out of... He must be out of work. He's probably just sitting at home twiddling his fucking thumbs, dude. He's got nothing to do. They're not going to fact check Biden. uh, Everything he says is correct. Well, (laughs) and Trump is gone. They deleted Trump from the world. It's weird. That's so funny. You can't even fact check his Twitter. You can't do anything. I guess you could go back to his old tweets. Talk Uh, about January 6th. There's another guy, I've brought him up before on the podcast, his name is Jeff Tiedrich, and he literally became famous overnight for tweeting and re- like responding in real time to all of Trump's tweets. And his tweets would, was just, were huge on the, in the left wing. And some of the stuff he did say was funny, but the second Trump was gone, he was done. He's not, he's <laughs> got nothing why, to tweet about. Like, why not carry it over to the next administration? You're going to gain more followers. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yes. You're better off just attacking both sides. We talk about it all the time, about whoever's next in 2024. We're going to rip on them just as much as we oh, rip on them. DeSantis is going to do something stupid, and we're going to shit on well, them. Dude, well, yeah. oh, man, when Republicans are in power, I mean... <laughs> they always do something Other stupid. things go bad, too. You know, like, it's... It's funny, like... They start, they start fucking with the abortion laws, and you're just like, dude, stop. Come on. There's just one thing, <laughs> yeah, dude, and, like, here's the th- here's one trend I've noticed. No matter who's in power, nobody fills the fucking potholes. No one's taking yeah. care of the roads. Nothing is fixed. Yeah. I drive around all day everywhere. Everything is ripped up and torn up. There's nothing getting done, or when it does get done, it takes forever, and they do it in the middle of rush hour. Like, can we get some coordination? Can we get some effort? Can we get... And the reason we don't, by the way, and you know this, Mike, I talk about it all the time, but our politicians and the wealthy people who make choices in our major cities, they're driving in their super ultra-private luxury lanes that drive alongside (laughs) everybody else's trafficked lanes, you know, or they're taking their their little uh, Tesla tunnels underneath the city, and they're escaping all the bullshit we have (laughs) to deal on the top, dude. That's what's happening, man. Or they fly over in their private jets. You know what? By the way, uh, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. Who the fuck takes a helicopter anywhere? <clears throat> I guess Kobe yeah. Bryant does, and it was it, totally normal for him, by the way. Uh, mind-blowing. Nobody wanted to talk about that. Oh, it's a huge tragedy, total loss. Who the fuck is taking a helicopter to work? Really yeah, rich I, fucking I, people, dude, to avoid I'm the I'm going to go on the record here and say if I die in a in my private helicopter ride, yeah, I had a good life. Dude, that's I'm the way to go. <laughs> that's the way to go, dude. Yeah, I always yeah. say that, too. If you're like uh, JFK Jr. dies in his private plane going down, going out to his <laughs> private island where, you know, his family's owned for 100 years, yeah, that's a pretty good life. Man. I mean, that's, you know, I, you know, I, you know I'm not going to warn the guy. I once saw a guy who OD'd in a bathroom at an AA meeting. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's better than dying in the helicopter. <laughs> Die next to a toilet with shit in my pants, or yeah, a private or a helicopter. private helicopter. Uh, I'll yeah. take private helicopter. <laughs> yeah, like that guy, because it's all about the lead up to the death, right? Like the right. death is the destination, but it's all about the journey. And, and exactly. So like, if, you, if your destination is that helicopter, you had a great journey. <laughs> The guy in the bathroom had a hard journey. <laughs> <laughs>